Well, it's a privilege to come and to briefly encourage us in God's Word this morning. So my name is Matt and I serve at Ruark. And I want to say hi to St. Stephen's, Northgate, Grace and Ruark. And is there anyone, any other churches that have come here tonight? Yes. Brookvale Baptist. Excellent. Very good. Wonderful. Well, what we want to do tonight in God's Word, and then we're going to have a chance to have time to receive prayer and to ask the Lord to minister in that way, is want to encourage us to be a people who are growing in waiting and wanting and becoming more wonderful. Huh? <laughs> All right. Turn to the person next to you and say, are you the kind of person that charges your phone fully before the morning begins, or you remember in the morning to put it on and run out the door with whatever you get. Go. Okay. Second question. For those of you who have to drive, or for those of you who mum and dad drive, and you see what they do when they fill their cars. Are they the kind of people that always fill their car up to the full? Or are they people who whatever time they've got is what you get? Go. Okay. And last, last uh, crucial question is, are you the kind of person that when someone else is talking, you fill in the gaps for them, or if they're very mindful and take a little bit of time to explain about the sea eagles, do you just kindly wait and let them fill in the blanks? So you, which one are you? Do you fill in the blanks for people, or do you just wait until they're finished? Okay, well, it's just a little light way of building relationship around this idea of waiting and asking simply and briefly, what do you like at waiting? What do you like at waiting? In Acts 1 verse 4, before we get to Pentecost, Jesus says, don't leave Jerusalem, but... Wait for the gift my Father has promised, which you have heard me speak about. Wait. I feel humbled and blessed by the fact that, in the story, we get to see that they waited. They waited. They could have totally gone ahead and gone, I know he said wait, but I don't know about you. I'm bored. And the same conversation we're having about the weather and about the cricket... Uh, I am, I've had it. Let's get going. We've got a mission to get on with. So I'm totally humbled and impressed that they did wait. They waited to become a fully charged follower of Jesus, but they didn't know what that was going to look like, and they didn't really know how that was going to happen. All they were told was to wait. Sometimes with God, he shakes a room. When you read the book of Acts, sometimes they prayed, he came, the room shook. 
I don't know what that would be like today uh, if all the architects in the room would go, oh, don't do that. Uh, all the builders in the room would go, don't do that. And all the ones who don't care about anything go, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> I don't know which one you are. But sometimes God did shake the room when he filled them with his spirit. Often he takes time to fill you up. Often he just takes time to enjoy your presence, you to enjoy his, you to come out of that feeling more full. That's more the way that he does it, but we're always open to both. So, simply to encourage us with waiting and the Spirit coming before we get to chapter 2, sometimes we need to wait longer to allow God to fill you up larger so that you can go out and do the things with him. So please embrace the process of waiting, especially when someone is praying with you for God to fill you afresh. Wait. Let him meet with you. Let him be with you. Let him start to transform you. It takes time. So what do you like at waiting? Turn to the person next to you and say, actually, this is what I'm like at waiting. Go. Okay. What about wanting? What about wanting? If I knew what was going to happen in Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 13, if I knew that was going to happen, I'm not sure I would have rocked up to the meeting. I might have played the sick card that day because I'm not sure I would want to become out of control and allow God to just come and shake the meeting and completely take over and have the community say, Matt's had too much cordial. <laughs> I'm not sure I would be happy about looking not in control. But I hope that I would want whatever God wants. And if God wants to do it that way, I hope I would want that. I hope I would want what God wants to do it, how God wants to do it, even if that makes me look a little bit silly. Not that I'm aiming to be silly. Please, not giving permission for being a youth pastor. Uh, what I am... Uh, sorry, I'm a youth pastor. I'm just a bit old. Um, I'm not giving permission for that, but I, but I am encouraging us to be a people who wants God no matter what and how he's going to fill me up and send me out to proclaim his word. I, we want to be a people who want God. I think of Jesus when he says really quickly to a bunch of worry warts, any worry warts, don't put your hand up, out of any people who worry a bit, Jesus says to them what? In Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God. That is God ruling over your life. Want what God wants. Um, you might have heard of a time of renewal or revival or breakout of God in America of late. And it didn't come about by, we believe, by them forcing that to happen. 
but it came about by someone apparently preaching a message from Romans. Not very excitedly, apparently, he says. But a couple of people after the meeting came back wanting more of God. So I just guess I want to ask the honest question when we see what the church, how it was birthed and what it looked like, whether we would be a people who, like the disciples, my imagination is, they didn't know how this was going to happen, but they wanted God. They wanted God, and God got to do what God needed to do. And thirdly, what about becoming more wonderful? I play on this word because simply, I just wonder, no pun intended, okay, it was intended, uh, I simply just wonder if there's a few of us here tonight who need to get full again of the wonders of God. If there's a few of us tonight who need to realize that when I see the creation, I'm overawed at his wonderfulness. When I hear the story of Jesus dying on the cross and rising again in his life, that I would just be again in awe of him. My focus again would get off myself. I know my to-do list in my day. I know the emails I've got to answer. I know the people I've got to hang out with. I know the things I've got to do, but I want to be a person who, like the disciples, was overcome by the wonder of Jesus and therefore much more full of courage to proclaim the wonders of God. We're encouraged tonight that when the Spirit came, they didn't have a Christian conference. What do you mean? Well, they didn't then spend a whole day singing and, and, and preaching and having cups of tea and cordial, just endlessly. There's nothing wrong with that like it. I do it for a living. But uh, when the Spirit came, it wasn't for a Christian conference. It was for others to know about Jesus. When the Holy Spirit came in a house and shook it, and then the neighbors all heard about it, it was at a time where there was a big festival going on in Jerusalem, there were lots of people obviously around because 3,000 people end up joining. How did that come about? As we have read, the Spirit came in languages of all the different nations that were represented there. They heard in their own language about the gospel of Jesus Christ. So if you're a Christian here tonight, I've got a challenge for us, me included. The Spirit has come to, yes, do all the things to help you remember and know in your heart that you're God's child. Yes, every morning you need to make sure that's the cassette you've got going on in your tape player. That's the CD, the playlist that you've got on. That God has made me and he's done this wonderfully. So that's the morning CD. The next one that comes on after that morning is, Jesus, whoever you send me to today, my family, my friends, my school, my uni, my TAFE, my workplace, wherever you send me today, I want to, in, by your spirit, somehow convey the wonders of you. Because I would love before, and I don't know where my time is up, I would love every person in Australia to hear and experience your gospel. Your word, your life, so that there are more people who get the chance to say yes. 
So, friends, as we gather in one place here tonight, we're reminded from the story of Pentecost that Jesus said, wait, so that you could be fully charged to want him and to become more full of his wonders, more easily to spill out to others about who he is and what he's like. But it can only happen if you, and this is where I want to finish, it can only happen if you would join us in a prayer. And the prayer is a three-word prayer. And it is an old prayer of the church. Come, Holy Spirit. Come. You have right of way. I'm adding more to the three words right now. Whoops. But come, Holy Spirit. Come. Wait. Want. Be full of his wonders for the sake of the gospel. Amen. Amen.